0: Street Beat on Triple H 100.1
1: AFM. Hi, it's Martin Plewis here and I'm with Warren Waddell, Ward A Councillor for Hornsby and wanted to have a chat to him about um, one particular item on the council meeting last week on the 13th of May. Hi, Warren. How are you?
0: Yeah. Hi, Martin. Thanks for having me on.
1: Great. Thank you. Just by way of background, could you just let our listeners know a little bit about yourself and what your role is on the council?
0: Absolutely, so uh, I was uh, elected uh, uh, back at the last uh, local government elections to represent uh, in A Ward. Those that aren't familiar, A Ward's quite a substantial part of the Shire, it takes in predominantly the rural area, but it's the, the corridor down from uh, from Hornsby Heights down through to uh, Brooklyn and the uh, river settlements along to Wiseman's Ferry and all the way back up into Glenhaven. So. Myself and uh, and uh, Mick Maher and Nathan Tilbury, we, we share the responsibilities of representing that large ward within Hornsby Shire. My family's uh, settled in um, into Galston, um, so I'm the fifth generation of a uh, fruit producing family in that uh, that area. And uh, my my time growing up there was uh, flavoured by lots of different. Uh, nationalities that had settled there trying to uh, make a new beginning from the land. Um, I had a a, a respect for uh, both the uh, natural bushland and uh, natural environment along with um, what uh, settlers and residents were able to form and create within the Shire. Um, We have indigenous, uh, uh, strong indigenous representations um, throughout What's, what became the Durban area, um, made up from various clans or mobs. Yeah, born in Hornsby Hospital, schooled in Gulston Primary and Gulston High, and uh, subsequently Macquarie University in my tertiary years. So, in brief, that's me.
1: Thanks, Warren. That's a nice background for people who don't know you. I wouldn't mind following that up a bit more in another chat one day, because it's always interesting to see people's background, if that's okay with you. Of course well um the focus today is i'd like to ask you about item seven on the council agenda last week and it's about a proposed telecommunications facility at dangar island but before i proceed proceed i understand it was what's called a confidential item so i guess i'm asking you to interview me what am i allowed to ask you what's that mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) i understand thank you um look generally speaking when there's a matter that Um, Is still being negotiated from a a commercial perspective, especially where there's numbers involved and it hasn't been um, determined, you know, what may or may not be paid for a service or facility or uh, an agreement. Generally it moves into confidential session, but I think in terms of, um, you know, what uh, what the proposal is all about and where and why it's proposed and so on, I don't think uh, uh, we'll get into any bother um, describing that to you.
1: That's great So could you tell us then uh, a little bit about the background briefly and what the proposal was? I see it was um, Approved, so if you just tell us a little bit about it
0: Yes, yeah, so so generally speaking the the federal government has what's uh, known as a black spot funding program so because um, in, you know, we have changing times where utilities like Telstra and so on have moved into uh, a, uh, a commercial environment that's not, not necessarily just a public utility where it's all about just providing a service irrespective of its uh, profitability or return. There's assistance there to make sure that uh, Telstra can provide uh, remote communities or areas of poor reception with, with an appropriate um uh, service regardless. However, once those black spots are identified, it has to be determined, you know, where they might put the infrastructure. In the case of this particular item, uh, Dengar Island was the, um, the area deemed to be uh, underserviced. Um, it's a, a relatively, I guess in the grand scheme of things, a relatively small river community. Um, however, there are essential services um, in particular uh, fire and emergency services that are based there. There's of course the surrounding estuary which um, which uh, reception is also uh, somewhat um, uh, poor. Council was in a position to accommodate the, um, the, the, the tower I suppose in the sense that we acquired um, some time ago a small parcel of land that was once in the hands of Sydney Water and uh, to the best of my knowledge, with no particular proposal other than perhaps some um, some open space and and uh, perhaps the community there had some ideas but uh, but as it was council land obviously uh, negotiations had to proceed uh, with Telstra in respect to um, what we would get in return for you know the lease of that space if people aren't familiar the um generally these facilities take the form of about a 30 meter tower with a secured uh, room at its base and then a link mesh style fencing um, to enclose it around and secure it um, around its uh, base we were conscious that um, it could be seen that uh, that you know perhaps it it could be painted the picture i guess that uh, council was an impediment to that facility going into that space because we work to a set of commercial guidelines. We've, we've got a, a, you know, a responsibility to the broader um, ratepayers within the Shire that every decision and every negotiation is undertaken with the best possible outcome or return for our overall community. Um, so we're guided by um, IPART and other um, utility contracts that have been negotiated in the past.
1: Welcome back to Triple H 100.1 and the Street Beat program. We are speaking to Councillor Warren Waddell and we're in discussion about the telecommunications tower at Dangar Island. So tell me then, it's a good win for the community down there in Dangar Island. Have you had any feedback from them?
0: Uh, it is. the um, All the submissions we were receiving were very much um, highlighting the um, the 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 poor situation that they're enduring in fact I don't think I received um, any comment from anyone that it was a, a bad idea or something they didn't want the uh as i say the difficulty was that uh, how do we balance getting the appropriate commercial outcome for for the council but still making good on the um the federal government's desire to uh fill in these black spots and improve the communication. So, we were able to uh, um, uh, continue negotiations with Telstra to a point where the the motion that went up effectively, we endorsed the the proposal that the general manager be authorised to continue that negotiation to a successful end. So, it's not about... Um, you know the, the the numbers involved, or the figure that's agreed upon, or the terms of the lease, as much as it's about, um, we are comfortable with the GM making the best possible decision that's, that that uh, brings the matter to a positive end.
1: That's fantastic. Just a follow up question, just to wrap it up, and I really appreciate your time. There are other black spots in the community, and last week our federal member Julian Lisa um, was involved in a bit of discussion on this. Is this going to help that scenario as well?
0: Yeah I believe so. Um, the, the interesting thing about the um, the black spots in general is that there's not always a one-size-fits-all solution. The uh, telecommunication companies have different technology, different proposals. Um, you might recall that we uh, negotiated a, a tower into the Arcadia area which um, uh, the NBN organisation um, proposed. Well that was a, an alternative technology to what was originally going underground so it was just uh, a case of assessing the situation putting forward the best uh, uh, technology for that scenario so I'm sure um, that's what will continue to happen around um, the remaining black spots I'm sure throughout the Shire I know for one or two um, fish uh, certainly off the top of my head that um, it's still you know under investigation um, but what uh, uh, what technologies proposed for those locations and and where they would be positioned would be unique in each case
1: Well, Warren, I appreciate your time. You're a busy person Thanks for the work you do for Hornsby Shire and the Warday community and um, have a good week
0: Thanks very much Martin. Thanks for having me
1: Street P on Triple H 100 point one Neil, Justine, Martin and Marika.